This is Real Estate Rookie episode 216. And I think the number one rule to being a good mentee is actually taking the advice of the mentor. A lot of a lot of people come to me and I say, you know, read this book and do this and do that. Never and I never hear from them again. But when I hear back from somebody that's like, Pat, I read all three of the books. Here's a picture of all the notes I took. Um, I did exactly what you said. I went out there and and you know did this and did that. I'll be like, great. Stay in touch. My name is Ashley Kerr, and I'm here with my co-host, Tony Robinson. And welcome to the Real Estate Rookie Podcast, where every week, twice a week, we bring you the inspiration, information, education, and motivation you need to kickstart your investing journey. And I usually like to start the shows by giving a quick shout out to the folks that have left us a review. Uh, This week's review comes from Yuri to Wealth. And she says, best podcast for people getting started. Uh, Yuri says, this podcast has helped me stay motivated and want to level up and become financially free. It amazes me hearing other people's stories. And I always learn a thing or two from every episode. I am so glad this podcast exists. So Yuri, we appreciate that. And if you haven't yet, please leave an honest rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to. Uh, The more reviews we get, the more folks we can reach, more folks we reach, more folks we help. So Ash, you've got a really, really good episode lined up for today right? Two just absolute juggernauts of the game. One of them is a self-described OG legit real estate investor. So I'm excited for, for people to listen today. Are current interest rates making you depressed about cash flow? What if it didn't have to be that way? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate where the average cash flow is over $900 per month. They also have options where you can put as low as 5% down on multiple investment properties with no PMI. Rent to Retirement is the nation's leading turnkey investment company that understands what it takes to be successful in today's dynamic real estate market. Their reputation speaks for itself with more five-star reviews than any other company on the BiggerPockets website. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest with confidence in the markets that offer the best returns. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's rent to retirement.com or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. Remember when you had to pay to get a Leeds phone number? It was like the dark ages until Deal Machine made skip tracing a thing of the past. Now, with your Deal Machine plan, you'll get unlimited access to phone numbers and contact information for no extra cost. That's right. Get high quality, reliable information trusted by leading financial institutions, all fully compliant with the federal do not call list. Explore over 150 data points, including age, gender, marital status, occupation, and a ton more. Trust me, this is the data you need for off-market deals. With new filters, people flags, and color-coded phone numbers, lead management just got a ton easier. Ready to step up your investing game? Sign up for a Deal Machine plan today and gain immediate access to this unlimited treasure trove of contact information and phone numbers. Just head to dealmachine.com BP. Transform your lead generation and deal-making strategies with Deal Machine. Sign up today and start exploring the unlimited possibilities at dealmachine.com slash BP.
The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. Yeah, we have Pat and Tim on today who just wrote the book for Bigger Pockets, The Quitter's Manifesto, and they are going to break down why this is important for a rookie investor to actually take a read. Uh, they go through as to how they quit their careers to go into new careers or new passions. And a big thing they they brought up several times is that the goal was kind of to not do any obligations, but to do your passions, to do what you wanted to do. And I, I think that's really awesome. And sometimes all of us need that that reminder in life. Yeah, that, that part really struck a chord with me. They talked about moving from 100% obligation to 100% interest. And I feel like right now, I'm like 90% obligation, yeah. maybe even like 95% obligation, like 5% interest. So that that part really resonated with me and and more so they give you some instruction on how to do that. Um, you know, they, they so first these guys, they, they run the company called GoBundance. So basically their entire working life, all they do is talk and teach and, and network with super successful entrepreneurs in, in all forms of business. Let's just name drop and say Brandon Turner, David Green, <laughs> and GoBundance. And look at that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. And, and there's, there's a lot of other really successful folks in that group. And uh, they, they just, you know, both Pat and Tim have a, a, a knowledge of things to just kind of open up your mind as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. They talked about journaling and how to make that the most useful. They talked about, we spent a good chunk of this episode talking about mentorship and not just the benefits of it, but like practical, tactical ways you can go out and find a mentor that I think will really resonate with a lot of the folks that are earlier on in their journey. And how to be a good mentee too. Right. I think it's really important that they talk about. So many, so many good things. And and they also talk about the kind of progression you go through in your business when it comes to like, you're, you're kind of starting out at the ground level and what it looks like once you've built kind of a successful business and how to get there. So just like this could, this conversation usually could have gone on for like two hours. Like they, these guys are phenomenal, a, a wealth of knowledge. And I'm, I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Tim and Pat, welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, can we get started with uh, Tim, maybe you going first and just telling us a little bit about yourself and who you are? Sure. Well, I was the least likely to succeed in your class back going back to high school. Barely graduated high school, never went to college. And at 25, I was a part-time grocery clerk, not getting enough hours and, tr and trying to do side hustles to make money for my two small kids. Then I found my niche selling real estate. I sold a lot of real estate. I was damn good at it. Uh, really concentrated on coming through for whoever I went to work for. And then um, I also invested a lot in real estate while I was in the trenches 
and I sold 17 properties with 52 tenants in 2008 right into the Cali craze and tapped out and retired and candidly I've never worked since. So that's was that's quite my, the story. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. <laughs> but it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we wrote this book Quitters Manifesto about how to quit whatever you're doing and and Pat and I are the original quitters and we become very very good at quitting what's behind us to to tap dance to the next incarnation. So that's what this book's all about. And we're excited to share it with your listeners. Pat, what about you? Who are you? What's your story? Who is Pat Hybin? I don't know. I'm in a lot of therapy to try to figure that one out. Yeah, let, let's dig deep here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so a little bit different story than Tim. I went to college, but I got a, a 2.3 GPA in sociology. And I found I couldn't get hired really that the jobs weren't, you know, big for sociologists. Um, so I, uh, I got into a job with the least barrier to entry and that was real estate sales and, um, started at 21, um, worked all the way till 46, 47 years old, um, selling real estate, sold a lot of houses, made a lot of commissions one house at a time and uh, just you know worked my way through the ranks of about five different major companies had my own company had a mortgage company had a title company you know did everything in that realm and then I just I just I just got out I just I just exploded like uh, you know I just I don't want to do it anymore um, and um and that was that. And then at that point, I did a four or five ventures that kind of just failed that I just seemed like a good idea at the time, scratching some itch, uh, but uh, but didn't pay and didn't work. So then eventually, Tim and I, uh, along with a couple other guys, uh, started uh, a men's mastermind called GoBundance. And now uh, between our women's group, our men's group, and our rookie group, we have um, over a thousand members, a thousand and twenty members, a uh, paying members. Um, it's just a miracle, really. And then um, I also started investing. I started buying first single-family homes, then uh, multifamily homes. I think uh, with my company, Dapt Acquisitions. Uh, we have about 2,000 doors and um, bought some other various commercial real estate, sold a bunch, um, and uh, wrote a couple of books. And that's kind of uh, where we where I am today. Awesome, you guys. So part of the big reason that you guys are here is to talk about your book. So let's, let's start with that. Let's go over that. Um, it seems like you guys have accomplished a lot. You have a great stories, but let's focus on the book. And why did you even decide to write this book? I, I think the reason we wrote it is, uh, we've both done what most want to do, but don't know how to. And that is to go from, uh, obligation, a hundred percent obligation to as much as possible 100% interest. 
doing things you love to do. And in the book, we have the interest over obligation quotient. And we, we help people get to, let's say, 80% doing what they love to do, interest, versus, versus what most have to do, obligation. And that's one of the premises of the book is, you know, that's one thing Pat and I were able to do is start in total obligation. And that was uh, being selling real estate and being... Uh, doing the things we had to do daily to kind of juggling the other real estate to, to get us to a place where we could do what we want to do pretty much all the time. And, and I found like when I tapped out at 40 years old, um, I started doing a lot of time just uh, getting the goods in the mountains, st- skiing 100 days a year, doing things I really wanted to do. And that helped me, as long as well as Pat, start, uh, start GoBundance, start DAP, start figuring out what's on the other side. And because so many are just focused, they're on the hamster wheel and can't get out. And that's what this book does, is gives you the tools to uh, to go to what's next for you. Yeah, so Tim, one, one follow-up to that. Um, I, I think for a lot of the rookies that are listening, obviously, I, I think a lot of their goals are to at some point uh, you know, focus on the things that interest them and not some of their obligations. But I mean, for example, we just interviewed another, another uh, rookie investor and she said one of the obstacles to her getting started was that the idea of getting to that point seemed so far away that it seemed almost unreachable. So like, what is your advice to people that are at the beginning of their journey that hear you guys talking about this, you know, wonderful life you've built for yourselves, but they, they don't quite think that it's possible to get there. Yeah. I, I, we would both say that when we started, we didn't think it was possible. I don't think either of us had this, you know, begin with the end in mind. We're going to be rich. We're going to be spending a lot of time just doing the things we want to do. What we did, and Pat could probably back me up on this, it's a matter of juggling balls. And we all have the career, the family, all the, the obligations we have. And the challenge is, how do you throw that new ball in, keep those other balls going and not lose one and not drop the whole thing? So I, I think that's the thing is, is just taking it. It's kind of like everybody wants to take the elevator to the top. You got to walk the stairs. And it's just taking that next stair, whatever that is for you. And you know what it is for you. You know, uh, I shouldn't say you know what it is for you. It's it's the answer is getting quiet and, and uh, seeking advice and getting out in nature to just get quiet enough to, to get those answers. And that's the tough part. Yeah, I, I want to follow up to that. Um, you, you talk about getting quiet. And that's something I struggle with tremendously because we have so many moving pieces in our business um, where we're just like, all, there's always things to do. And my, my mind's always racing. So I like that. That's just the way that I live my life, unfortunately. So like what, what are some tactical steps that someone like me can take to find some of that quietness? And, and, and like, how do I get the best out of, out of that quiet time, if that makes sense? Sure. Um, you know, one thing that Tim and I both do is, is, is journal. Like, um, I probably have a hundred journals. I've journaled ever since 
<clears throat> you know, I got out of college basically. Um, and it wasn't, uh, you know, no one I knew journaled growing up until I started meeting other successful people like Tim and David and, and, and find out that they journal too. And I think it's a, a sign of successful people is, you know, what, what happens when I journal is I manifest things. Um, I, you know, every idea that I've ever had, uh, every company I've ever had, every problem that I've ever had, I've journaled it out and tried to solve the problem in the journal. And, and sometimes it doesn't get solved in there or it gets solved by, uh, a way I didn't think of, or by a cumulative of seven or 10 days of journaling about the same thing. But, um, it, it all passes through there. And I think it's, it's very effective. It's therapeutic, but it's also very effective in uh, solving problems and in, in getting off the dime. And, and also, you know, I'm like you, Tony, I get, I'm, I'm kind of manic at times and I just come up with ideas and a lot of them, they don't work, but, um, but it's okay because once I push them off the page, push them on the page, um, I might come back to it later and be like, yeah, that was, that's a dumb idea. Um, or, or I talk to my wife about it and she'll be like, I don't know, that's not you. Tony, one thing that uh, Brandon Turner has told me that he does is he'll get a massage like every week. And that's like his thinking time because like you can't do anything else but lay there. And that's when he has like his quiet time to think. So I I would love to do that. So, Tony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's not a bad idea, right? That's not a bad idea. It, does that uh, mean I'll, since it's for your business, it's a write-off too? It's a write-off. It's got to be. <laughs> yeah. right? Absolutely. Be. Sure, and, yeah. and I remember when I was in the trenches just walking outside and taking a walk around the block. If I couldn't get out and, and just getting my heart rate elevated and getting these ideas going through in my head and kind of having a, a meeting with my board of directors in my head. And then when I had the time, you know, I love the, the term getting the goods in the woods because that's where all my best ideas ever came from. And if whenever I could get out in nature with my heart rate elevated, it, it was magical. And it was kind of like tapping into the universe, if you will. And I come back with just these amazing ideas. I couldn't wait to have my wife shoot them down like Kim's. No. <laughs> well, you briefly mentioned about the board of directors. Can you expand on that a little bit more? Well, well um, there is a piece in this book. Um, about having a quit team to help you actually quit. And I think, Pat, you should touch, touch on that. But um, Nap Napoleon Hill in his great book, Think and Grow Rich, talked about a board of directors in your head. And if you look at all these different areas of our lives, maybe it's business, maybe it's exercise, maybe it's relationships, having People that are mentors and coaches that help you um, get clarity of the things that are most important to you. And uh, Pat and I have talked numerous times about this. First of all, both of us have um, two coaches right now in our lives. Uh, we've had a series of coaches throughout our lives. I told you I never went to college, but I've, I, I wish I would have kept score because I know I've spent somewhere between 500000 and a million dollars 
on education. If you name any of the greats I saw back in the day, Jim Rohn and Wayne Dyer and Zig Zig. Zig Ziglar and so many. I could just go on and on with all the different programs I went through. And these people are kind of like my coaches in my head who all hear their voices. And I think all that helps lead you to uh, beyond what you think is possible. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tuck on the, uh, on the quitting, uh, you know, uh, for for anybody that wants to quit, we recommend creating a quitting team. And on the team, there's four categories of people. You've got stakeholders, number one. Now, a stakeholder would be like your spouse, um, someone, loved ones, basically. Someone who's going to support you. Someone who's going to say, I believe in you. Someone who is going to listen to you when you tell them how hard it is right? And the troubles that you're having and not discourage you. Those are your stakeholders, right? The people that are kind of in this with you um, uh, from a side point of view, meaning family. And the second one is is partners. Now, these are actual people that they could be like um, uh, businesses that you use, uh, suppliers, investors in your company, uh, people like that 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 are are not necessarily owners of the company, but they're attached somehow, right? They're if you do well, they do well, and they might be able to link you with other people or other businesses to do you a solid, so that you do well, um, and and thereby they would do well, if that makes sense. Um, the third box. And we have boxes in the book for you to fill out names and put at least a couple of names in each box as mentors. Now, mentors are not like uh, this old dude with a beard and long white hair sitting on a underneath a tree somewhere, right? In a blue shirt, headphones on right now. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You know, it's uh, this is somebody who actually is in your exact business or a similar business, right? So in real estate, this would be like, you know, someone who's been in the trend. It's funny. Uh, so I, 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 this is relative. I had dinner last night with a guy who owns a big real estate broker and he texted uh, one of his agents and he said, I'm having dinner with Pat Hyben. And the guy goes, oh, I know of Pat Hyben. He's a real. He's the real estate OG legit. Oh, you know that's beard? quite the compliment <laughs> right there, right? Now he needs a beard. <laughs> I was like, wow, I've been called a lot of things, but never real estate OG legit. Yeah, I was like, okay, um, so that's my rap name, you know, <laughs> real estate OG legit. Um, anyways, uh, so I would be a mentor, right. To that kid. Um, so somebody who, who actually has done it, uh, and can tell you can save you time because, um, they've already done it. They've already learned the lessons. They've already gotten their teeth kicked in so they can keep you from getting your teeth kicked in and, and save you time. So you don't have to make the mistakes that they made. That would be mentors. And then the last one, which is, is coaches. And coaches are different than mentors because the thing that coaches do is they offer the accountability piece, right? Like you're paying them 
to be a drill sergeant or, or like a personal trainer, right? You're paying them to yell at you if you're not uh, doing things that are going to make you more money. Like if you're a real estate, if you want to get into real estate investing, it would be, you know, going visit, you know, doing drive-bys of, of vacant houses where you see high grass and leaving them notes or whatever the process is that's going to make you money. There's an accountability piece to a coach that a mentor is not going to, there's nothing in it for them. They're not going to alienate you by being a jerk on purpose, you know, but a coach will. A coach, you're paying money to be a jerk to you on purpose. So those are the four boxes. Um, and we encourage everybody before they quit or go out in an endeavor of self-employment, entrepreneurship, before they do that, fill out two names in each of those boxes. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Rookies, 2024 is the year to start protecting your rental properties with an LLC. But you don't have to do all the paperwork and filing yourself. Corporate Direct is your professional and affordable option for getting your LLC done right. They handle the state filings, draft your operating agreement, and act as your registered agent. They'll even help you comply with the Corporate Transparency Act, a new federal disclosure law affecting every real estate investor. Corporate Direct is a family business founded by attorney, author, and rich dad advisor Garrett Sutton over 35 years ago. Now, his son Ted is a licensed attorney working with him. Together, they've helped thousands of real estate investors form and maintain their LLCs and protect their assets. If you're trying to build a real estate portfolio, do not skip the LLC. Head over to corporatedirect.com slash biggerpockets to schedule a free 15-minute consultation with an incorporating specialist. Mention Real Estate Rookie and get a $100 discount on your formation. That's corporatedirect.com slash biggerpockets. Whether you need to buy or sell or you're just obsessed with looking at homes for sale, Redfin's got you covered. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes to help you see new homes first. And they give you personalized recommendations based on the homes you like, so you can find the home that's just right for you, whether that's a cabin, a craftsman, or a castle. With the top-rated Redfin app, you can favorite homes, share listings with others, and schedule tours, even the same day, with a local Redfin agent who can help guide you through the whole home buying process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents have the experience to help get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards what matters most to you, like your next home. 
In fact, last year, Redfin saved home sellers $127 million. No matter where you are in your real estate journey, Redfin can help. Download the Redfin app to get started today. Pat, what a wonderful kind of description of, of who you need to consult with in your life. And the one I want to drill down on, I think, is the, the mentors piece, because uh, for a lot of rookies that are listening, their dream is to find that mentor that's going to kind of hold their hand and share a lot of the wisdom and lessons learned that that, that mentor has and pass it along to this new real estate investor. So if I'm someone that's new, um, maybe I don't necessarily have a big network myself of people that invest in real estate, which is true for a lot of new people. Um, and Pat, I'll ask it to you first, and then Tim, if you can follow up, but like, how can I, as a new investor, find that mentor that's willing to give me the time and energy of, of sharing all those lessons? Go to Bigger Pockets uh, convention. Um, you know, uh, really, that's how. You know, I mean, that it's here's a, here's an interesting fact. I met Tim at a money convention. You know, in Chicago. I'm from Maryland. He's from California. I was tying my shoes to go for a run in the lobby. And he came out in running clothes and was going for a run. And we ended up running together and meeting. I, you know, we were both interested in money. He had more money than me. He had, he, you know, he, he had a lot of real estate, which I didn't have at the time. So he essentially became my mentor in that. He was also, and is my mentor in quitting. Like when I met him, he was like 41 or something and he had just quit, you know? So I was like, wow, this dude quit at 40 years old. I need to, I need to run with him. But the point is, that's the answer to your question. You got to put yourself out there with other people uh, that would be your mentor and just grab them in the hall and just start talking to them. And everybody, you, you know, guys like me, um, real estate OG, legit people. Um, we're egomaniacs, right? We love talking. You know, we get high from talking to people. So if a young person comes up and asks us questions, we're not going to be a jerk to them. Um, you know, that's reality. Tim, before you go real quick, I want to follow up with Pat real quick on that. So when you guys went for that run, I want to understand how you treated Tim or how the conversation kind of went? Were you just all of a sudden like, here's my chance. I'm going to drill him with questions. Or was it like, let me build a connection, a relationship with this person. And then we kind of go into a mentorship. So this might not be the answer you think or recommend, but like, so first of all, like, um, I had happened to be talking to another guy that was Tim's friend at a social cocktail party or something the night before and he's like you got to meet my buddy tim road and um so i knew of him um from literally the night before and i guess i knew i somehow i might have known like that that was him or something i'm not sure mm-hmm. um but my personality is and and this is not good i actually have a communication coach that i'm working with to try to change a little bit of this, but my personality is, is, is sometimes I go too fast into asking questions and it alienates people. They think I'm like a, a private investigator working for their ex 
ex-husband or some ex-wife or something, you know, like, um, no, it's seriously like, uh, people, have, I had a, a, a woman, you know, ask me if I was an FBI agent, uh, pretty recently, um, there's a story behind it, but I was curious about something and I was asking her too many questions anyways. Um, uh, so anyway, so to answer your question, uh, Tim and I connected over passive income. We connected over real estate. We connected over wealth. The, the, the seminar we happen to be at is called money matters. So, you know, pretty much everybody there was there to talk about money. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I did. So unfortunately I didn't, we connected after like we, we grew it. We grew as friends later, but during that run, it was like, how many rental properties do you have? How much money? You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you do? That, that's so interesting. And, um, I like to hear, you know, both sides of it as to how people build a relationship and, Tim, did you have other people trying to talk to you because of your status at this point during that conference? And why did it end up being Pat that you kind of built this relationship? Or do you have like 5,000 Pats around you all the time that you're friends with all of them? (laughs) Actually, that all came um, because of that um, Money Matters uh, seminar. Uh, The next day, I went running with David Osborne and Pat. And that, um, we became the three amigos and we started our own mastermind and that's turned into GoBundance. And, and just to take that to the next level, um, it, you guys all know Andrew Cushman. He's a regular on Bigger Pockets, uh, uh, show when, when, uh, Pat talks about DAPT, um, it's David, Andrew, Pat, and Tim and Andrew is our horse and he goes out and finds all the apartments. And, and it's, uh, so this is really a a key piece for all the people that are listening to this is, you know, it's kind of like we built a team together. We started really small and it was the three of us. And then GoBundance became from those three, as Pat said, is now a thousand people. Um, DAP started off as one apartment complex because I knew Andrew from when I used to coach real estate investors and we plugged him in as the one finding all the deals. So the, the point is to the listeners is it's not, it's not, it's, it's who, not how. And it's finding, it's, it's finding that piece that completes you. And Pat, David and I together just took us, you know, to a, another level of, if, in our lives of not just uh, finances, but health and fitness and relationships and stuff. And we all fed off each other. I would like to um, touch on the, um, who did I find for mentors early on? And one was a guy in my hometown. His name was Johnny Vieira. And when I changed my identity from Tim lists and sells real estate and buys a few rentals, um, in about 2000, I decided I want to go full on into investing and quit listing and selling real estate. So I made two moves. One, I wrote a plan called Tim is now an investor plan. And two, I reached out to the biggest investor in my area, Johnny Vieira, who owned 250 rentals at the time. And I bought the dude breakfast. 
And that's a key point in this. You know, uh, don't just uh, suck his head. Ask for or or ask what you can do for them. You know, so it was something that that um, I wanted something from him. So I wanted to make darn sure I at least bought him breakfast. And and he was so generous, just like Pat said, he was very, um, you know, he's way beyond. He just threw his cards on the table or everything he was doing. I'm taking copious notes and it really helped my investor game. So I think that's something that can really help you know, those around you. And obviously, um, being into uh, investor meetings and stuff like that and doing, it's doing the homework that that's part of those stairs I was talking about is doing the things, going to that um, seminar we went to. What a game changer. That $3,000 has been a $5 million hit. It's good returns. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, Tim, I mean, on the mentor piece, right? And i I want to I want to talk a little bit about the team building too before we move on to that just back to the mentorship really quickly. I know something that I struggle with is, you know, and, and I have access to pretty successful entrepreneurs and, and real estate investors in my network, but I, I hate the idea of just like going to them and asking for things and not being able to provide value in return. And it's like, what what value can I give to someone that already has 3,000 units? They have their team, they have this, they have that. So if, if I'm a rookie, how do I identify ways to add value to these potential mentors? What, you know, that way they, they, I don't know, maybe give me the time of day. I would find somebody who knows them and knows what they like and find something you can do to add value to them. I mean, honestly, just buying them breakfast wasn't enough. <laughs> you know, it was very nice that he did that, but I would have maybe found somebody on his team and find something they're really into and, and get them a gift or something like that. But, but it's worth it. It's, and, and it's okay also just to reach out and say, Hey, I know you don't know me, but boy, would you mind spending 15 minutes, 30 minutes on a phone? Uh, give me a, you know, something like that. So ask them. There, there's a great question is what can I do to earn the opportunity to have lunch with you? Do you know what the answer would be if someone asked you that though? Because I don't know what I would say to that, I guess. Same, same. Yeah. Like if someone said that to me, and I, I think that's what I struggle with is I have a lot of people that reach out to me on Instagram and say, you know, I'd love to work with you. What can I do for you? I have free time. I can do this. But I don't know what to even task them or assign to them or what they could send me or whatever. Well, a lot, a lot of them aren't going to, you know, um, you know, the answer to your question is that you don't have to necessarily really give them something. It's kind of rhetorical. Like you're hoping that they say, don't worry about it. I'm happy to meet with you. Um, but they could say, um, you know, if they're logically thinking, they could say, well, you know, give, give a donation to my charity, uh, which a lot of rich people have charities that they are fond of or have their favorite charity, if not their their own charity. And and, and that works um, if they ask for that or if you want to do it. Um, uh, the other big thing and um, that I actually talk about in my first book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, is how to be a mentee, how to be a good mentee. And I think the number one rule to being a good mentee is actually – taking the advice of the mentor 
a lot of a lot of people come to me and I say, you know, read this book and do this and do that. Never and I never hear from them again. But when I hear back from somebody that's like, Pat, I read all three of the books. Here's a picture of all the notes I took. Um, I did exactly what you said. I went out there and and you know did this and did that. I'll be like, great, stay in touch, because it makes me feel good that someone's actually respecting. Uh, the advice that I'm given because 99% of the people don't do what you tell them they should do. That's darn good, Pat. Yeah. Spot on. I, I want to talk a little bit about the team building piece. Um, you know, Tim, you had mentioned about DAPT and how it kind of came together and that Andrew was the the kind of workhorse to kind of put that all together. So as I'm looking to set myself up to quit, we talked about the you know, the, the stakeholder, the partners, the mentors, the coaches, but what about the team I actually need? What, like once I do quit, what does that part look like? Um, well, and, and Pat can relate the, to this too. Let's look at three different levels. A, you're a player in the game. B, you're a general manager and three, you're an owner. And now Pat and I are kind of like owners, but, but when we were players, um, you know, de- uh, deepening our bench, one thing that, that I said all along is I suck. <laughs> and, that, and my, my theory is so many people, they want to do everything. No one can do it like me. I never had that problem. All I wanted to do was prospect and list homes back in the day. And I, and I, um, one time, uh, one person at a time would get somebody to do everything I don't want to do. You know, and then it became at, at one point I had like five people doing all the things I want to do or excuse me, didn't want to do to lead me to success. So I think when as a player, it's, it's getting the training wheels for yourself, learning what's your MO. And boy, that's something if you if you suffer from having to do everything yourself and think nobody can do you better, do it better. I challenge you to get out of your way because you're really limiting yourself. And I've always, always, um, to this day, every single team we have, it's full of top-notch players and we don't do anything. And I rarely did all along as a player, as the GM, as the owner. I got as much off my plate as early as I could possibly could to just concentrate on my unique 10%. Tim, I love that. I want to hear from both of you. So Pat, maybe if you can answer first and Tim will go back to you. But um, I think that's every new investor's dream, right? Is to be able to build this business where they outsource all the stuff they hate doing. They're really working in their area of expertise, just the thing that they're uniquely skilled at doing. But building a team also requires money, <laughs> right? And for, for the person that's only got one unit, the idea of outsourcing everything doesn't seem feasible because there's just not enough revenue coming in. So as you're building your business, Pat, how do you know when like, to start bringing people in? And does it make sense to maybe give yourself a pay cut to start paying someone else to do some of the work that you were doing before? So the answer is, it always does at some point you you should you should do it yourself uh, and uh, you know for 50 hours maybe 60 hours a week right like if you're a full time if you're going to make this a full time thing as investing you should actually work 50 60 hours a week in in building it in the beginning 
right? Um, just imagine what you could make happen if you actually were dollar productive, meaning you were actually calling people or, you know, texting people or leaving them notes or knocking on their door or, or whatever, how many leads you could get as far as houses to buy or whatever it is you're trying to buy, whatever piece of real estate asset you're trying to buy, um, if you did that. And then because you worked 50, 60 hours a week doing dollar productive activities, meaning things that make you money, right? Um, you're going to have more than one unit. You're going to have uh, lots going on and you'll be able to afford to go to Upwork and and find someone on Upwork to do what you want to do five hours a week at first and then 10 hours a week and then 20 hours a week, you know, um, and then hire somebody full-time eventually. Yeah, that, that's a, a great example. Tim, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, when I was selling real estate, my first full year in the business, I did what Pat said. I did everything myself, absolute, just in the trenches, working my butt off, to doing whatever it took to get the job done. And then um, the first hire, I made 70000 my first year, and I hired Diane McClanahan at 48 thousand per year with four weeks paid vacation she's the best escrow officer in the area and i grabbed her and just just had this you know anchor who i as soon as i got it into escrow i knew it was done and all i could and and i went into just prospecting and listing and then I, my second hire was somebody as soon as i got the listing they'd take it from there um, until it went to escrow so, yeah, very um, doing the, all the things that I wasn't good at. And it was pretty soon. It was like I had I'd say, this is my team. Here's my phone number. But you'll never call me. They're, they're amazing. They do everything. So and they did. Yeah, I, I do think that's a common misconception that not just entrepreneurs or not just real estate investors, but entre entrepreneurs in general have is that they hear this uh, you know, the, the who, not how, and, you know, build the team and do this and do that. But they, they miss the fact that that's a gradual process and that it's not supposed to be on day one or day 30 or day 90 or day 180 or day 365. It's, you know, years down that grind when you've really built that financial nest egg to be able to afford that team member where you can start outsourcing things. So you got to mop the floors. There you go. <laughs> Tim and Pat, my uh, next question is kind of along the same lines as having the money to pay your team. But before even that, what kind of reserves or what should your financial position look like before you actually quit? Mine, mine was not by the book, let's just say. I think I think most people um, would want a little more in reserves than what I did. When I tapped out at 40, it wasn't like I had a big massive reserve or big money was coming in. It was it was barely there and I and I believed in myself and just uh just just knew all the things that got me to this place was no longer working with me with my old incarnation, which was selling real estate. And then I wanted just for um, for investing, I knew if I just worked at it and, and did the same thing I used to do just for I'm going to be the customer instead of the 
um, the other client that I knew I could make it happen. So my answer is yes, it's wise to get money behind you and to have a nice uh, cushy place to jump off. But sometimes it's time to just, you know, make the move and, and it's best for you not to. So. Well, thank you guys um, so much for joining us on the podcast. Uh, can you let us know um, where everyone can find your book and where they can reach out to you guys? Yeah, that's easy. Um, biggerpockets.com backslash Quitters Manifesto. The name of the book again is The Quitters Manifesto. Quit a job you hate for the work you love. Quitters Manifesto. So, uh yeah, we're 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 excited. Um, you know, Bigger Pockets has been, uh, you know, a great publisher for us, and and uh, uh, we think we have a really good book that's going to help millions of people. It just everyone that's read it so far has uh, given us rave reviews on it. So I hope that anybody listening, go ahead and pick it up. It's an easy read. It's uh, what we call an airplane read, which means you could buy it in the airport. Read it on, it on your flight and be done when you land. Thanks for the opportunity, Ashley and Tony. And we'll see you all at the Bugger, Bigger Pockets uh, Conference this fall in San Diego. Yeah, that's going to be October uh, 2nd to the 4th. So we hope to see everyone there. If you haven't checked it out yet, go to biggerpockets.com forward slash events. And if you want to check out their new book, you can find it in the Bigger Pockets bookstore. So Pat and Tim, thank you guys so much for coming on. And we also look forward to meeting you guys there at the conference in sunny San Diego. Look forward to it. Look forward to meeting you guys. I'm Ashley at Wealth from Rentals and he's Tony at Tony J. Robinson. And this has been another Rookie Reply. The market is changing and finding your way can be tricky. Rates shift, headlines whirl, but your goal hasn't changed. You want financial freedom. And the best investors know it's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. If you're ready to get into the real estate investing game or take your game to the next level, finding an investor-friendly agent is your next step. With BiggerPockets Agent Finder, you can find the right agent in minutes. Just head to biggerpockets.com deals. Enter a few details about what and where you want to buy and boom, instantly match with an investor-friendly agent who fits the bill. These local market experts can help you navigate the neighborhoods, analyze the numbers, and take action with confidence once and for all. There's free resources only available at biggerpockets.com deals. Get an agent, get the deal, and get closer to financial freedom at biggerpockets.com deals. That's biggerpockets.com slash deals to find your investor-friendly agent today.
The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all host and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. Bigger Pockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.